0: Hi, I'm Chip Sutterth, and welcome to episode 440 of the 2-Minute Time Lord podcast, concentrated commentary on the worlds of Doctor Who. While I'm continuing to intently watch this space for news of Series 12, and we've been promised something by Doctor Who Day on November 23rd, I've taken a dip into the distant past of Doctor Who. And it is freaking weird. Now, I'm a pretty conventional Doctor Who fan. I've only dipped my toes into the Arcana. A couple of New Adventures novels, I watched my first Reconstruction only about a year ago, and thanks to an entirely too generous friend in New York, I now have in my possession a vintage piece from the Tom Baker era. The Doctor Who Annual 1977, starring Tom Baker as Doctor Who. Authorized edition, as seen on BBC TV. Says so, right on the cover. The Doctor Who annuals were published largely by World Distributors Limited from 1965 through 1985. That's a 20-year run of thin hardback books with very short stories, a couple of comics, puzzles, and nonfiction articles that had no connection with Doctor Who whatsoever. The audience was kids, the quality control was apparently pro forma, and the contributors were largely anonymous, and possibly drunk. Now, I have no experience with hallucinogenic substances, but as I read the annual, not only did I suspect the writer or writers might have, but I wondered if the book itself was having that effect on me. The stories sometimes read like Mad Libs games, with random names of moons, cities, and aliens dropped in for no reason. In one story, a godlike telepathic alien... Phylos from Philosia takes the doctor and Sarah for a ride in a motorboat to meet another alien, King Chimpanzo. Yes, Chimpanzo. He is a chimpanzee. In another story, another godlike telepathic alien forces the doctor's mind from his body. Quoth the doctor, I hope you didn't mind my traveling in your body, Sarah, but there was really nowhere else to go. Quoth Sarah, Anytime, doctor, but Please ask first next time. It gets weirder. A slapdash page of space facts and fancies gives equal billing to astronaut Neil Armstrong, George King, founder of the Aetherius Society who claimed to be in telepathic contact with aliens, black holes, and mythological accounts of ancient spaceships in Peru and the Old Testament. And let's not even talk about the art, where it doesn't appear the publisher had likeness rights to Elizabeth Sladen or Ian Martyr, and even the fourth doctor comes across in one picture looking more like Wurzel Gummage. Don't get me wrong, I love this gift. I love how barking mad this annual is. It's also a product of a time when authorized edition didn't mean brand managed within an inch of its life. It's a reminder that Doctor Who was, and is, mass entertainment as much for children as for science fiction fans. Sure, these stories weren't exactly up to Terrence Dix's standards. Some were barely even stories. But there's an attempt at creating a sprawling science fiction universe for the Doctor to play in, unbound by BBC budgets. I actually see echoes in this ludicrous annual of much better stories by much better writers in recent Doctor Who comics, writers like Jodie Hauser and Nick Abadsis. So hit up eBay or find a PDF on the web and check out the Doctor Who handles. They may not be good Doctor Who, but they can be delightful and kitschy and just plain weird. And a reminder that in their day, Doctor Who didn't need to be Polished to be a treasure. Thanks for listening to the Two Minute Time Lord podcast. It's been a crazy few weeks at the day job, so the podcast had to take a brief break. But we'll have more for you next week. In the meantime, follow me on Twitter at Numeral Two Minute Time Lord and find episodes of the podcast at TWOMinuteTimeLord.com.